closer to you. So uh, I have a request. Can we try to go straight so I don't have to edit anything? <laughs> no mistakes. Yeah. You're on your own. What do you think of the mic stands? You like them? You know, I like them. I really like them. I don't like that I have to hunch and touch because I'm, I'm comfortable back here, which the other one came to. But obviously, I got yelled at twice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you don't get close. So I'm like this now. Hello, my okay. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Omar. I don't even know the name of the hey. show. Hey. Welcome to Fuji XT20 time with Omar Morales and Mo Gonzalez. Let me check the merch. Okay. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Mo and O show. My name is Omar Gonzalez. And I am Omar Morales. And we are friends that love to hang out. And so we hope you uh, enjoy hanging out with us. We're going to talk camera gear. We're going to talk... Uh, what the heck was that? I don't know. Is there. Get away from me. <laughs> So today we have uh, our battling Nikon versus Canon little uh, scene here. Let us tell you why they're out there. <laughs> okay, so this, you're going to say? Go. Yes, because there's been so much hype about the brand new cameras released by Nikon, by Fuji, by Canon, about mirrorless, mirrorless, mirrorless. And we're like, what about the love of the DSLR? Yeah, so we brought our DSLRs to talk about what we love about them. Uh, and just how we use them, like our favorite features. So we're going to kind of go back and forth and say what we love about our... The pros and cons about our DSLRs as opposed to... I mean, because eventually, Omar and I, have, we discussed this, right? Eventually, the world will be mirrorless. Totally. The DSLR will become a dinosaur and fade away. And it is already there to a degree. But it's still a very powerful, useful tool that, that professional photographers are still making bank money off of because you know why? It's a technology that works, and it works well. Can it still be improved? Yes, and that's where it will end up eventually with the mirrorless world. Absolutely. But tell me one of the first things you kind of dig about your uh, Canon Mark D17 Blue 44 Red Rover. <laughs> Rover, sit. Hut, hut, hut. The benefits of the, the DSLR for me, number one, uh, mirrorless cameras all seem to be a lot smaller, which means a smaller battery. So number one, battery uh, life. I can go pretty much an entire event. We're talking four, five, six hours with maybe just two, two batteries. This is a very good point. Very, very, very important too. Like you don't want to be in the middle of doing something. And you already have a thousand things in your brain. Yeah. The last thing you need in your brain is like, did I turn off the toaster this morning? Yeah. The, no, wait. No, did I, did I, is this battery going to make it through this next important sequence of events? Am I going to get through the, the, the kiss, for instance, if yeah, it's a yeah. wedding? You know, especially because you. Have you ever been like, you look at the top of your camera and oh, it's got one little bar, like something important is about to happen and you realize, oh, I got to change it out. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, life lessons. I am a, I'm a walking in, in a <laughs> dictionary of mistakes <laughs> in life. Uh, one of my first weddings, which I charged like three hundred dollars for, it was uh, you know one of my first big charge weddings for yeah, us, yeah. big bossing. I didn't switch batteries um, after the morning shoot with the groom and the mm. bride and the family, and I went right to the ceremony. And luckily, I had a second shooter because right before they started getting ready for the kiss, I heard oh, that hard uh, shutdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never even looked at the. Because, you know, with Nikon, I don't know about Canon, with Nikon, you get one quick warning, and then it dies. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, So yeah. I, I didn't notice the, because I was so, like, nervous and stressing of out. Of course. You have, like, so many things to think about. It's, you, you know, one, I'm charging for the first time. It's it's a it's a really big wedding. I was stressed. I was scared. So I didn't think about the battery. Last thing in my mind, all of a sudden, I heard, gosh. And I saw nothing through the refinder. <laughs> Like, um, well, did you have an extra battery? In my pocket. So it was a quick swap out, and I didn't miss anything overall, but the, 
the the chance of missing something yeah was, was there. there. So and I've also learned. Also, you learned like, hey, keep an eye on your gas gauge. Yeah, or you run out that, of gas. That yeah. and also have enough. I have enough batteries now that every main focus of the event, I switch it out. Exactly. So you yeah. get into a cadence as an event photographer. You're like, formals are over. Uh, maybe there's half battery left. You switch it out because you have so many. Now again, I think with the new the newer cameras, there's not a need to do it as much as I used to be do it with the D5000, the D7000. It's not a need to do it as much as I used to, mm-hmm. uh, but it's just habit. And I have enough batteries that it's not a big deal to swap it out a little early. Exactly. You know? so yeah, you, that's I do the same thing. If it's two bars, I just switch it. If I know I'm going into the reception or ceremony of some kind, memory cards and batteries, swap them right out. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on me- a lar- shooting onto a humongous memory card everything versus little cards? Well, um, if I'm going to swap out a couple of memory cards throughout the event, then, it, it, you know. What I'm saying is like. 32 you, gigs. Yeah. Do you prefer like a 32, don't put your eggs all in one basket yeah. kind of approach? So, so I have, I have uh, multiple 32 uh, SDs. Well I, well, I used to have the SD and the uh, camp Compact Flash. In 32 formats, and it was a quick, after this, swap these out, swap these yeah. out. Because I back up from one card to the other. Definitely. like So one of the suggestions, I, for a while, uh, like l- pretty much all last season, I was shooting onto a 128-gigabyte card that did not change the entire day. Mm. And that's kind of, you know, I back up to another card. However, that is kind of playing with fire. If, if that card goes corrupt, that's pretty much your whole day. So this season, I am going to stop being lazy, and I'm going to keep a look on the gas gauge and flip out 32 megabyte cards. Yeah, so the only problem I find now is because of the QXD card being so expensive. Yes, it, you, you know, can't have five of them, and, man. And, and because the D850 has, um, well, we'll get into that later, but the, the size of the file in DF50 makes it harder to have smaller yeah. cards and swap out. Um, D800 had the same problem. That's a, a but, negative of megapixels. Yeah, yeah, but 36 megapixels compared to 45.7. <laughs> Is a big difference. Crazy file sizes. Yes. So the reason we brought our DSLRs and are sitting them here so they look beautiful, like it's not a head-to-head. It's basically a little homage to what we love uh, to work with because the following cameras were just announced. And those of you that don't know Camera World, every September, huge announcements come about from all the camera manufacturers because of Photokina. What's Photokina? Photokina is the Comic-Con of the Camera World. (laughs) Camera World. (laughs) The camera you world. You just combined comic and camera. I sure I love did. It. Yeah, so it's like the 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 CES of and the Comic Con of the camera world, but for yeah, I said Us. that right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, the the following cameras were recently announced and will be. It's funny they announced them before Photokina, so they can show them off there. Uh, but the ones we we already talked about the Nikon Z six and seven and seven. Uh, Nike, that's Nikon's full-frame uh, introduction into the, the full-frame mirrorless world. Very mm-hmm. cool. Canon EOS R. It was uh, Canon's new announcement, full-frame mirrorless camera. I thought it was very cute-looking, uh, but not not a serious contender to the Sony A7R three or a Right now, nothing is. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I have a great camera with the A50. It falls short um, compared Does it? to... Uh, uh, well... Let me finish, rude what boy. What the hell? Rude boy. It falls short in a couple things compared to the Sony. No one competes to the Sony, which is my point in general when it comes to mirrorless cameras. Yeah. Oh, got it. Mirrorless. So it's yeah. the best mirrorless camera. D850 has it's it beats the the 5D Mark IV, which we'll get to in a lot of features. So it's kind of like the best DSLR out there right now. It's a bag of sexy. <laughs> <laughs> sexy bag. 
And Fuji just announced the Fuji X-T3, which is not a full-frame mirrorless, but is... I love that Fuji kind of does their own thing. You know, they they upgraded their camera, the Fuji X-T2. They didn't put IBIS in it, which people were, you know, image, in body image stabilization. People were a little upset about that. But they upgraded the focus system to compete with Sony. They up they give you 4K video at 60 frames a second, 60 which none has. Frames per second. Yeah, you can for do the, slow motion in yeah, 4K for yeah. cheap now. Yeah. So people don't understand that. Why why do I need that many frames per second? So if you want to play with the the footage and you have the features that you have 60 frames per second, you could slow that down and get a crisper slow motion. Yeah, yeah. It's Think uh, when you watch baseball or sports when they do the really beautiful detailed slow motion. Well, if you shoot at 120 frames a second you get beautiful slow motion. So um, 60 frames a second, 4K, a lot of cameras. That's the first camera to have that uh, in a mirrorless package, uh, small mirrorless package. Yes, good price point. Good price point. Yeah, for sure. So that was exciting. So back to our DSLR. So we decided this this episode should be an homage to our DSLRs and what we love about them. So we're going to kind of go back and forth and talk about what we love and and maybe what we don't love, but how we use our DSLRs. So give me your D850 top feature. Well, the number one thing, it's it's kind of obvious, and I'll, and I'll break it down a little further later on, but right now, it's just the familiar feel oh, totally. of, of, of a DSLR. When you go from one Nikon to the next, right. to the next, to the most next. Of, most of my Nikons uh, from the D5000, 7000, the 600, the, the 800 to the 850, the learning curve has only been what's new. It's yeah, never been the that. basics. Agreed. So I think the familiar feel of a DSLR, for me, is one of the main reasons I've stayed with it. Because as of recently, when I got the A50, we had to talk that you know you could have gone with the Sony and bought the adapter and stuff oh, like that. Oh, forget it. The learning curve. Yeah. yeah I, I'm like, I don't have... I mean, I, I, I would have time to learn eventually, but it's not something I was willing to take on right now. So I figured I'll wait for Nikon to improve the... The bodies of yeah. the of the mirrorless, and then that's when I want to upgrade eventually another two, three years, four or five years, hopefully. Because yeah. I had the other ones for I had all my bodies for roughly the longest one I had was eight hundred, almost like six years. So that's great. I yeah. mean, the way bodies now like come out every year or every two years, it's yeah. it's amazing. I think with me, I went from the five D Mark Three to the my. I'm totally agreeing with you. The five D Mark Three to the Mark five D Mark Four. This, by the way, is the five D. If you're watching on the YouTube channel. This right here is a 5D Mark III because we have to film with our 5D Mark IV. <laughs> and uh, you can jump from one to the next and pretty much everything was the same. So my top feature. My top feature um, is the handling of the camera with everything getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And don't get me wrong. You know I love the Fuji X-T20. Oh, one per video. <laughs> that I, there's a place for the size of that camera. Love it a million percent. I love taking it out and shooting for me. I love it for vacation. But when you're working, you know, we talk about like it's a tool. Mm -hmm. You want it to be substantial. You want it to be in your hand and feel great. And although it's heavy, of course, Mm -hmm. it just fits like it's just an awesome grip. It is. It just it's like um, to quote um, the world famous Flossie Carter. It feels good in hands. Absolutely. Is that what he says? Yeah. Oh, and we were talking about this before, like shopping. We had mentioned earlier, we were talking off camera that... So Omar asked me eventually, why why did you go with Nikon instead of going with Canon? I told him one of the first things, you know, we, we all have that one super photographer friend that we ask questions about, like, why do you do this? Yeah, yeah. Why do you have a memory card? 
why do you put that shutter button down? And um, one of the first questions I asked him, should I get a Nikon? Should I get a Canon? Because back then those were your only option. And he said, go to the store, pick it up, feel it in your hands. He said, I don't want to tell you to get a Canon. And then you hold it in your hand and it feels like hot garbage. Yeah, yeah. So I went to Best Buy and I sponsored. I went to Best Buy (laughs) and I picked up the the Canon Rebel. And I'm like, this feels okay. Eh, Whatever. But when I picked up the D5000, everything's like, oh. Oh, man. I did a completely opposite you. I did did, uh, brand loyalty. Mm. I shot Canon film. Canon film. Then when the DSLRs were film, Canon film. And I never in a million years would have thought, like, pick up an icon. Like, it was sacrilegious. I started, I had, a, I had, a, I had a Canon Rebel uh, old-fashioned film one forever. Right, cool. And uh, I finally, I gave that away eventually. But I, 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 I think with the advent of digital technology, I wanted to make sure I gave everything a chance. Yeah, you know, yeah, as far yeah. as how it felt in my hand. That's why I went straight to the Rebel first. And then I felt the Nikon. I think if I didn't pick up the Nikon, I'd probably be a Canon shooter right now. How are you with sneakers, though? Are you, like, brand loyal? No. Oh, that's good. You I know used what, to honestly, be all Nike only. I have a lot of Nike and in my closet. And then I tried on some Adidas. And then, you know, to me, I'm old, so whatever feels good around my feet, <laughs> exactly. it's easy to get in out of. Absolutely. That's what I'm not running marathons. <laughs> so I think we, I kind of, with the tribal, you know, thing that happens in our brains as humans, I was canon or nothing kind of thing. So I always fit myself into it, and uh, now I'm open to other stuff, of course, being older, but... I went with my Canon number one for feel. So that that's, it just always feels right in my hand, but it's because I haven't tried anything else. I don't know anything else. So that's why it's right in my hand. Yeah, it's very important for those out there who are about to pick up their first DSLR or are about to upgrade from their first, uh, you know, entry level DSLR. You don't, if you're not invested heavily in the lenses yet, go pick up a yeah, different body. For sure. Feel a different body. See, See what, you know, give it a chance. Don't don't be like Omar was. It's a Canon. It must be <laughs> yeah, a Canon going brand, forward. Yeah, brand, brand. And uh, I picked up like an, I went to uh, Adorama and picked up an Olympus camera. Have you ever picked those yes, up? Yes, I have. <laughs> you know, and it's sad because this is a company making a product out it's, there. But and, it, and it's a very good camera. Spec wise. It's Yes, it gives you everything you need. Absolutely. But I picked it up and I felt loose buttons and. It's like a, it's like a little plasticky brick. Yeah. You know, and, and, uh. Again, it's a great camera. It's going to give you amazing images. Sponsored by Olympus. Not anymore. <laughs> Another one we just lost. Yeah. You're such a hater, man. Yeah, but, you know what? We need to just start talking about everyone nice, and yeah. then eventually someone will call us. Once you grab one of these and you put your arm around it oh, and you feel yeah. mm-hmm. that that hard, mine is magnesium alloy. I don't know about yours, but you feel it in your hands and you're like... Mine is adamantium. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But uh, these are amazing in your hands. <laughs> There goes my arm. <laughs> they do, and you can drop them. They're weather sealed. Super tough camera for for jobs. If you're like a you know photojournalist, you're not walking around with a, like a tiny, I don't think Pentax, Pentax <laughs> or like a Samsung, you know whatever. Oh, uh, Samsung, don't hurt their feelings, please. I know. <laughs> so, what's your next one? Um, the current range of options for lenses. Both of us. With the Canon history and with the Nikon F mount history, there's billions of lenses oh to my choose gosh. from. Yeah, I almost go, too many. Yeah, it's almost like, too many. Like like you're like, 
this this D version lens was amazing, but what about the G version of that lens? Is it the same? <laughs> then you're um, like watching review after review and, like, and well, you know, pixel what? peeping. This one costs $150 and it's still a 1.8. This one costs $3,700. Do I want to pay the extra yeah. $2,000 for you this? Know, it's so funny. There's never like something in between. No, Canon no. has a $100 50 yeah. and then their best 50 millimeters like 2000 It's like, dude, give me a $700 Here's what we're going to do. <laughs> you like your buy. $100, $3,000. do not bother me, son. Pick it up or go away. Exactly. So uh, that's a good one. Lens choice. And you know what's so funny? Look at all the... I, I hate to bash on Sony. However, if you look at the popular Sony photographers, what mm. lenses are they shooting? Thank God. No, <laughs> no Canon, joke. Actually. They're shooting Canon lenses that are adapted. They're shooting Sigma lenses adapted. And so that's one negative of uh, that Sony is like lens choice sometimes. Is a little Let's tough. run sideways real quickly because we're never ever walking sideways. We always keep straight on point. <laughs> yeah. Sigma is gets the most improved company. Oh of yeah, the, of the, like the if decade. there was a yearbook. Yeah. Of, yeah. Um, I mean between the, I won't, I won't say hot garbage. Between the lenses that you were able to get, um, I had a seventy to three hundred. The gold ring macro. Ones. Yeah. Yeah. For $149, I paid for it, brand new, and it was the greatest lens I had at the time. And when I became full-bodied, uh, full-frame, and this, that, and the other, they, I realized, you know what? I really can't use it anymore. It's a little soft. It's a little yeah. soft. But, but, you know, for it's my time and it's time together, it was perfect. Of course. And I never, ever, ever thought about buying another Sigma lens because I tried renting a few to see if I was going to like them. They're 70 to 200. They're uh, 24 to 70. And I'm like... I'm not I getting what I want. Yeah, yeah. Then they dropped those art lenses. I love the art lenses. I had the 85 on on the on the camera the other day. The 85 they uh, they came out with. No, it wasn't 85. It was a one, 35. It was 35, 35 crop. 1.4. 1. It was a oh. 35 crop, right? And I took a couple pictures on it because because the the 800 uh, the the 8 series allows you to to go from full frame to crop frame, and those were some of the sharpest pictures oh, I had yeah. taken in a while. I'm like, this is a 35 crop lens. So you saw that picture I showed you of the Canon 5D Mark IV with the girl's blue eyes? Yes. Art lens, the 50 millimeter mm. art lens. And I'm shooting that at 1.4 wide open and so sharp, so crispy. So my point of this diversion was to bring up to the point that don't be afraid to buy aftermarket lenses such as Sigma nowadays because the technology has come so far. I mean, I wouldn't go as far as to pick up a new Young Yo lens, but... You know, agree, agree, you yeah, know, yeah. You know. But anyway, back to your point. Sorry for destroying. Sponsored by, <laughs> poor sponsored by. Okay, so um, definitely the way it feels. Second is uh, how I can go from single shot to continuous. So when I shoot a an event, I basically am mostly single shot. So you know, there's people that put an armor in a single shot. Boom. Did you hear that language? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll I, speak slower. I understood. All right. Exactly. That's what I friends speak are Omar for. <laughs> Omaris, I'll speak slower. So when I'm shooting an event and people put their arm around one another, I single shot, the camera focuses quick and shoot. But if all of a sudden someone, you know, sometimes in events, they don't tell you that that someone's going to run down, you know, the aisle or, or run down like to introduce something. All of a sudden you have someone running at you, single shot focus, you're going to miss everything because you're all like, of it. Pop, pop, you're trying to single focus. By the time you single focus and shoot, they're out of that plane, yep. especially you're shooting at, I'm shooting at four F four. Yeah. Enough to worry about with the lighting, the darkness, uh, everything. And bouncing then, your flash. And now they're moving at the speed of light towards you. Exactly. So I love that you can set up your buttons right next to my focus. I have a button that will switch from my single focus to 
uh, continuous focus. It basically will, I'll just hit that button really fast and now the camera's all set up to, if I hold down the focus, it'll, it'll track and I can fire three or four. And as someone's running really fast at me and I fire three as the flash is recharging, like bah, 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 three distances, they've been all knock on wood in focus because I can set my buttons for super quick action. That's awesome. Love I it, love it. And all right, yeah, your turn. You covered durability, so I'll quite skip that one, but... Adamantium. Yeah, also the feel in the hands, I kind of covered that. Um, it just, it, it's it's a solid piece of machinery. I know we kind of touched on it briefly, but it's it's been dropped, and you can't tell. Durability, it's, weather sealing. Weather sealing. I've used this in a bunch of rain shoots that I've done. I'll, I'll give you a picture to post right here of uh, Sal and Craig's uh, engagement shoot that I did, and I, it was in the rain. It was a beautiful shot. Just the, sorry, don't mean to interrupt, but how come there's no, like, eye cup on Nikons? Like, I have a little... I cup thing here. It looks like you just have a porthole. We have a porthole. <laughs> what Imagine is that? that? I don't know. Well, you could you could swap this out and get something else, but it's a, it's a nice little. Oh my god, yours is so much heavier than mine. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Innuendos. Yeah, we're professional adults. Yeah. <laughs> There's like my eye slips out of this eyepiece. Well, you that's because you're you're crazy. <laughs> That's cool. You know what? Actually, that's very helpful for me with glasses because I need that flatness. Oh, you you shoot with glasses, yeah. So yeah, to me, yeah. I've never noticed that, and, and now now I'm going to add it to my pro list. Right? Well, I, I noticed there's, <laughs> I noticed there's little like tracks here. Maybe you can put eye cups in there. No, no. There, I used to get the the Hoodman stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to use some of their Hoodman stuff for certain uses that I needed it for. So it it does it is, it is adaptable. But to me, being flat like that is perfect for my glasses. Very cool. Because these. The ones I used to have like this would end up smearing my glasses and creating permanent marks on them after time. Very cool. Okay, my next feature, uh, and I was talking to you about this. I just showed Mo one of my portrait sessions. I've been shooting with the Fuji and the Canon on pro work. I've been looking at portraits in the two, like total pixel peeping and mm. looking at the two. You but should never do that. Totally not. You can't compare just from what I've, because I've gotten Nikon files from second shooters, no names. <laughs> I've gotten my Fuji files. I've seen Sony files. And the skin colors that I get that are run right through my system, right through Lightroom, right through culling, right through everything, all I have to do to post-process, quick, pro my whole point here, uh, is Canon color science. Uh, matching my, or I've, uh, I've sort of matched my style to so like Sony. I was about to say Sony. Because oh. you love them so much secretly. <gasps> Did you hear that? It's the truth that comes out finally. <laughs> I think Canon's uh, color science for skin matches my, or I've matched my post-processing to their skin science. And I just love it. I love how skin looks. It looks, I feel like from the Nikon files, there's like a green hue or used to be anyway. Yeah, yeah I was about to say that. I was going to let you finish, but since you brought it up. Go ahead. Um, from the D5000, D700, D7000, I'm sorry, D5000, D7000, D600, I would always have to super color correct skin. Not anymore? Skin. Not as much. They oh, not as much. I mean, okay. I mean, it's still not, uh, if I put it next to one of your files, it's not the same. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's not it's not obnoxious. But I'm sure someone who, like, you understand what comes out of your camera. You can get skin the way you want it. Yeah. Well, like I told you in the previous episode, I have my own color That's right. Mindset. You color balance. Yeah. So um, I don't go by the, the official, this is what yeah, Who orange. needs real skin? I'm like, come on. Look, <laughs> you look beautiful in blue, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you got a little blue tinge to you. Look at that. Well, I think that's my mega benefit is uh, that it it's 
again, it's like what came first, the chicken or the egg? Is it because it, it the Canon files match the style I like, or is it that my style has become what Canon produces? But a lot of portrait photographers, look at a ton of portrait photographers, they use the Canon for that whole straight out of camera, the skin is beautiful, images are beautiful. So I also love that, um, well, I'll let you go, and then I'm gonna, I know what mine is. All right, I don't go. think you'll be able to pick it up, but... One thing I found... You just did pick it up. No, no, I mean, they'll pick <laughs> it up. Is when I'm using this in an event or somewhere dark, and uh, I go to try to figure out what's going on, these buttons on my panels light up. Oh. So I'm never in the dark or in the lurch uh, trying to figure out... I don't out, have that. That's a cool feature. You know, where, where the menu is, how to hit the OK button, and stuff like that. Silly little things like that. When, when you're in the dark, it, it's just very useful to have, especially with the touchscreen. And you open up your menu, you can go right to... Touchscreen. Uh, coming from the 5D Mark three to four, uh, you never knew that a touchscreen was so useful. But going through menus is fantastic. Uh, really quick. But my next one was, and this might be like a kind of uh, a ribbing on you, Ooh. but it has the perfect pixel size for what I do. My Fuji pixel size, I think, is a little small for me cropping in. I do crop in if I shoot wide and mm -hmm. there's something interesting in the frame, I can go in and not lose resolution. So it, the, something in the 20s, not so great. Monster megapixel file heaviness not a fan of it's like 30 megapixels sweet spot yeah so going from the 800 was 36 megapixels which was I, my initial jump into again i went from a 24 megapixel d600 Incredi which was my, my first yeah. six, uh, my first full frame camera which made me change my life like wow this is amazing yeah. and you know 24 megapixels that's, oh that's pretty good 36 not understanding what that was going to do to my my hard drive backups. 75 megabytes per photo picture. per photo that's now uh, I can get up to 105 megabytes in a what? certain picture so <laughs> that yeah. means yeah that's crazy yeah and 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 it's the worst part is and the worst thing well we won't we won't talk about the worst part but yeah I personally like the large megapixels because it gives you so, so much, much ability yeah. to get rid of and crop in and crop in i mean you, it's it's always great to get an in frame but later you can make a photo that right. wasn't there right I, i'm i'm a strong believer and maybe it's because i did not initially as a photographer i did not know rules i did not know the rights the wrongs i just took pictures yeah right i just took pictures so to me while i rather get it right in camera it's never been a big deal to me if I have to go back and do something Agreed. in post. So I'm not one of those people like, oh, get it right in camera. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> Please be <laughs> quiet. Shut up, man. I'm learning here. Like everyone has their own way of doing things. Like if you want to get it right in camera and that's the only way you want to work, there's nothing wrong with that. But don't put your philosophy on everyone else. Totally, totally. You know, you're not paying me. <laughs> but so that is it. <laughs> that was an awkward laugh because I ever heard one. <laughs> uh, so... I could also shrink the, the... That's what I was going to ask you. I could also, on the fly, shrink the megapixels. Shrinkage? Yeah. That's what you're saying? Yeah, so we got a little shrinkage there, ladies. <laughs> Hit me up. <laughs> so, no. I was in the pool. <laughs> I was in the pool. So, on the fly, I could I could go from, you know, the... 45 the, to, like... 25 to, to, to 14. So, But no 30. Um, they would have put thirty in there. I don't know. I just, I've never, I've never swapped out, but I have seen it within my viewfinder when I when I was feeling. I would it up. say you have enough memory, 
and you just in your workflow dump the rejects. Yeah, that's what has to be done because I think that's what slowed me down when I when I converted over to the A50 was the fact that I, I find myself waiting much longer for my yeah, files to many, get ready. Yeah, and how many photos you get from a shoot? You know, it's like you're taking let's say two hundred. Example. There's really one of the first like ten percent hit rate. Like one of the first times ones. I took it out. Um, what? I, one of the first times I took it out, I whipped it out. <laughs> Hold on, let me. <laughs> so one of the first times I took out the D A fifty after being with the eight hundred for so long, I took forty five photos real quick. You know, again, I'm not a big proponent of, of yeah that okay. one. I'm not a quick spray sprayer, and two. I wasn't sure of all the tricks it had in it, so I, I don't like to take my camera out for a professional shoot or anything until I, I knew it. But I was taking shoot, shoots of my son, so I took forty-five pictures, out of which I used eighteen. Yeah, and I realized I, I could have even culled it down low, lower than that. But my son loves every picture of himself. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I gave him all I thought that he would like. I could, I honestly would have. If it was a client, and they, you know, I, I tell all my clients, I, you're not going to get a thousand pictures. Oh my gosh, I'm glad you're bringing this up. Go ahead. I always tell my clients, if you get ten pictures out of this shoot, we need you to be happy. Because I'm going to give you the best pictures that I found. With I produce. made the mis- I'm glad you brought this up because I made the mistake of not prepping one of my clients. I forgot to tell them how I work. And just imagine if you're if you're someone's taking pictures of you and they hear move a little this way. Thousands of clicks because I work with like motion and expression and laughs and they there's like half blinks. So when they got there, I gave them maybe like 80 portraits that were gorgeous. That's a lot. That's, good that's a lot. Usually a portrait session, you know, like 40 to 50 is like a lot to go through of quality photos. And I don't like giving like poses that are very similar. Yeah, no, no dupes. No dupes, exactly. No dupes. <laughs> <laughs> T-shirts. No dupes, yo. No dupes. <laughs> but if you don't prep your clients, what a disappointment because she, she was kind of like, where are all the rest of the photographs? And again, like I said earlier, yeah. I, I deal with everything today because every mistake I made growing into this. And I never used to tell my clients, even after being burned, I would forget to tell them. Forget. Now it's ingrained that as before I even take the camera up off the floor, as soon as we sign paperwork or we, we agree that this is what we're going to do, the first thing I say is, How do I work? I'm going to yeah. take a thousand pictures. You're not getting a thousand pictures represented. Well, to you. can I can I edit that? There's a better, a nicer way to say it. you because you're like you ain't getting. Nice. I, I'm a, a thousand big, fluffy, pictures. fluffy guy. I'm like, look, it's yeah. like this. <laughs> yeah. The way I said it was, um, you're gonna hear a lot of clicks. Most of those pictures, um, it's it's not the picture. That's how I say it. We're looking for the picture, so we work a scene together. So that way they understand that you're painting, that you're painting, mm-hmm. as opposed to like, I'm getting a thousand photographs, but you're not getting them. Well, yeah, I mean, you're just mean. I'm not that harsh. I usually say like, no, I'm gonna I take, we're going to take a lot of pictures, but we're only probably going to end up with like, like 10, 15, 20 that are the greatest pictures yeah. in the world. And you're going to go home, cry. And you're going to tell me that I'm God as far as you're concerned. <laughs> set, Sorry. Set a high bar. I love it. I love Omar. It. It's been another fun talk. Totally. And uh, listen, the DSLR is not dead. It's not dead. It's Twinkie. only it's only dead because people are trying to kill it off. Uh, yeah. Like I, I had the option of going mirrorless when I upgraded and I didn't take that option. Why? Because there's still technology that works and they've actually improved it. So don't let them fool you into a, a, a one memory card <laughs> mirrorless card. Yeah, mirrorless yeah. get the best camera for you. Get the best camera that you've held on to that has the right features and is the right price. Don't Go into debt for a camera, man. It's not right. It's not right. All right. 
Screenshot time. <laughs> <laughs> bye, bud. Bye, bye. <laughs>